welcome to the news and why it matters. Who are I'm you? Sarah Gonzalez. I'm oh, back. Oh wow! I'm back. Still exists. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. That, welcome to you. Thank you. Thank You're you. also back, Glenn Beck. Yes, I am. Reverend Dr. Glenn Beck. Reverend Dr. Colonel. Reverend Dr. Colonel Glenn. I am Beck. a. I am a Reverend Universal Life, Modesto, California. I am a doctor, Doctor of Humanities from Liberty University, and a Kentucky Colonel. So, <laughs> I think I. Indeed, to be addressed that way, Reverend Dr. Colonel Peck from here on out. All right. That, I'm sure that that's what's going to happen. Makes me a little more special than Martin Luther King, which I don't think is controversial. <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> it's like Martin Luther King and Colonel Sanders put together. <laughs> that's uh, right. okay. That is your Wikipedia bio. So is that your top story? Or you have uh, no, my, no, my top, my top story is about uh, a, uh, uh, something that Donald Trump proposed last week that I believe is unconstitutional and I believe uh, would take taxpayer money and I am all for. Wait, what? All for. I'll explain. <laughs> colonel, slow down. No, no. Are you a reverend? Are you a doctor? Are you a colonel? I'm all three. Wow. So, All right. I think the importance starts canceling each other out after a while, though. So you're That's really nothing. Nobody. Um, I, I will go with uh, our latest uh, venture into the post-fact era. Okay. All right. Can't wait, Andrew. Uh, I've been gone a couple of weeks, but apparently we don't have a government anymore. Uh, and I was gonna, I was gonna talk about. I am? Yeah. I, I'm mixed on it, but I've got, I've got some solutions. I've got okay, some good. solutions. All right. Good, good. Good. Wait. So, so you're saying you've even noticed that they've been gone? Uh, I mean, I think, I think everyone knows that uh, all of our national parks are now Mad Max hellscapes with chainsaws <laughs> and unpasteurized milk. So yes, of course I have. All right. Got a lot to get into. Before we do that, want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Um, Glenn, you took a while before you warmed up to them, didn't well, you? Well, American Financing, here's, here's why. It wasn't that I wasn't warmed up to them. It, it, they called me, I think, in 2006, and they said, we want to do advertising. And I said, no, don't believe in the banks and mortgage companies especially. At all. At all. Yeah. I said, this is a scam. And they're like, no, 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 we're not doing any of that. And I said, uh-huh. And uh, so I said no to them over and over and over again. They were like, really? We're not? Can somebody talk to him? We're not like the other banks. And I said, no. I said, when the market crashes, which nobody believed me that it would, when the market crashes, call me then. Tell me how you're doing. They did. They called me in like December of that year. And they said, just want to let you know, we're fine. <laughs> we didn't write any of those mortgages. They work for the people. They don't work for banks. So like all of the people that are doing the mortgages, they're not on, they're on salary. They're not getting a bonus by selling you a loan in, yeah. you know, uh, instrument that some bank is pushing down your throat. So if you're, if you're looking for a stable company and a stable uh, a loan, especially in these dicey times, I highly recommend them. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. Uh, before we get into it, do I, like, do I look different? You do. Uh, you, do, do. you do. I look, you look you different, you look right? Taller. Mm -hmm. Are you taller? <laughs> With these shoes, maybe. But You look happy. Do I? Yeah, you do. Do I have like that, the post-wedding glow? Mm, I may, yes. Yes. <laughs> I think Stephen, on the other hand, he looks miserable. Miserable. Yeah, miserable. miserable. Really unhappy. Hey. Miserable. No. <laughs> well, I brought a couple pictures for the viewers because I know we had some people asking. Oh so we escaped to the Dominican and uh, got married directly on the beach. Um, if you want to just cycle through those. Oh, so we were look at him. On and the beach. It was. She's looking at her like. 
do not screw with me. These are beautiful pictures. <laughs> They're beautiful. Thank yeah. you. I was really, really happy with the photographer. I assume this is just kind of candid stuff. You just happen to be running through the water <laughs> yeah. in your pants. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 Um, All this is CGI. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Green screen. No, but I was really happy with the photographer. I, um, she was showing us the pictures, and there were, you know, we did that trash the dress, and then we also did the ceremony, so there were like 600 photos. And... <laughs> mm. I only had a couple, you know, maybe 80 total included in the package, and I knew I was going to have to buy more. And I'm, I'm trying to keep a poker face as I'm going through all mm -hmm. these, like, just take my money, you know? Yeah. Like, I know I'm purchasing all of these, so I was just yeah. like, okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, we purchased a lot of ours, and I've never looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know really? about you guys, but... Uh, really? Well, sorry, didn't mean to rub it in. I, I Photoshop a, a lot of wedding pictures <laughs> of myself. <laughs> Natalie Portman and I look very happy in all of them. Anyway, it was fun, glad but I'm glad to be back. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Glad to be back. All right, Glenn, your top story. Uh, okay, so last week there was a story that really nobody was talking about where Donald Trump came out, and it's the closest I've ever seen a president to being just straight up, this is what we're doing with China. And that is, uh, he said, um, I'm, I may be signing an executive order outlawing any 5G technology from these two companies in China. You have to buy American or Western technology. You cannot have this technology. Well, the industry pushed back because these smaller, I don't remember where they were exactly, but all here in America, these smaller rural areas had already started working on the 5G network, buying Chinese equipment, and they're into a, about $5 billion. Donald Trump said, uh, don't care if you've already spent the money. You can't use that technology. Now, he has not signed this, but I urge him to sign it, and I believe the United States Treasury should write those companies a check for what they paid for, not anything else, what they paid for for that technology and dump it in the ocean. This is one of the most important things we could possibly do for our security. Wow. But you, so you're saying, though, that you believe that it's unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him that, to do yeah, it. I don't think we can do it. But I, I think that's do a slippery think slope, though. 30 years, it? but apparently cell phone towers are yeah. the one thing that you're like, ah. 5G is the, the turning point for the world. Why is it so important? 5G is going to, um, it, it takes all latency away. It makes communication for everything. You've ever, if you've heard of the Internet of Things, or the internet of everything, that's 5G. That's when your refrigerator will be collecting information on you and sending it in, your dishwasher, uh, everything, everything. Your phone will be able to know. I mean, if you were having, having sex with a phone in a pocket, it would be able to report back that you're having sex, okay? <laughs> I like it, this future, Glenn. <laughs> right, I know. I'm having lots of sex <laughs> right. on a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> So it, it, the, the thing is, is that China is trying to become the owner of all data. And they have, you know, they, they call it the new Silk Road. And it goes through from China, through the Middle East, all the way through Europe. But they're also building it here in the United States. The United States and the Western world must not use any technology from China must not use it for this for 5G network because it will allow them to control and have not just 
metadata, but all data around the world. Whoever controls 5G, and I'm hoping that it's the United States or the Western Alliance in Europe and North America and South America, but whoever controls it, if they are nefarious in any way, shape, or form, they can control everything about us. What? I mean... Surely you're not suggesting that China would be nefarious no, in any way, right? No. There was a story that I just read today that, um, you know, they're working on this technology for the deaf and hearing impaired. And it just made another uh, unexpected leap. It can, now, it can now read the lips of, this is machine learning, can now read the lips of like the seven different languages in China. They didn't think it would, it would happen this quickly, but again, machine learning is just taking these leaps. So they're saying this is going to be so helpful for all of the hearing impaired. We'll be able to have this machine just be able to translate. Now, they didn't mention that it would also be good for espionage. It would also be good to have cameras on the faces of every citizen in China to see what they're talking about at all times. China is China is in a different world, and uh, and we we need to address it and talk about it. I, I assume what you're expressing here is not necessarily uh, you're saying that this is a big problem, Chinese technology, but you're not necessarily actually advocating for something unconstitutional to occur here. Right? No, I, I am advocating for somebody to sit down and have a conversation, and if it means that we get together and we all discuss it and say. We're in Manhattan Project kind of territory here, um, and, and we, we have to face that. I don't know how we're going to solve it, but if it really truly means $5 billion to these companies who just spent $5 billion, but we cannot have that technology in the United States, I think in some line item of defense, we should find $5 billion and legally do it to buy that technology. It is in our national defense. It's beyond national defense. It is all about freedom of mankind. We cannot allow this technology to be had by China, by China alone especially, and not ever here in the United States. I am a little bit concerned. It seems like lately we've had a lot of calls for national emergencies to be uh, started. So, yeah. so something really important that wanted, you know, we can get something done that we really wanted to do all this time, but we just can't pass that law for it. Certainly saw it back with DACA. We're seeing it now potentially with Trump tomorrow night. Uh, I, I don't want to go down this road. That's not what he's going to do. You really think I mean, it's certainly been that? reported. That no, he, I, yeah, you don't think he's. Gonna I don't think he'll do it. do it. No, I, I think I think we're I think we're we're beginning to see the just with, with terms of the the shutdown and everything. I think we're starting to see him like kind of feel out for different others. Like we're going from concrete to steel. Yeah. That tells me he's looking for a very nice way to save face. I don't think he'll actually do a concrete order. to steel. What is that? I, something about earlier today he was yeah. telling me it was going to be a big beautiful wall made out of cement. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah, now yeah, we're yeah. switching over to a big because beautiful. It's not a wall. It's a fence. Right. 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 He wants to do steel a steel wall, yeah. which I, I don't know. Steel fence. He said a steel fence, yeah. not a concrete wall. And he's saying like, they don't get hung up on the details, which is fine, but I don't know why Democrats would be like, oh, it's only steel fence. Okay, no, we're in. We're in. Yeah, birds we, birds we, can we get it up. Oh, yeah. As long as birds can get through, it's okay. <laughs> All right, Stu, the uh, post-fact era we are living in. Yes, uh, I'll use it as an example, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because as usual, she's usually the easiest example of anything that you're <laughs> trying to talk about. But uh, I, it's always a challenge to make what she says matter. Um, however, I will attempt it here. This is her with uh, Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes. 
One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post recently mm. awarded you four Pinocchios oh my goodness. for uh, misstating some statistics about Pentagon spending. If people want to really blow up one figure here or one word there, I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct <laughs> than about being morally right. But being factually correct is important. It's absolutely <laughs> important. <sense>. And <laughs> whenever I make a mistake, I say, okay, this was clumsy. And then I restate what my point was. Now, you can go back uh, through and figure out if she's actually doing that or she's yeah, saying it wrong, getting beat up on social media, then learning the actual truth and coming back and restating it. That's, you get, that's an open debate. While also uh, being a victim. Yes, of course. Always victimized. Someone's always mansplaining something to yeah. her. So allow me to mansplain here. Um, I, I struck me as not because of her, but, but this, is a, this is where we are in the world. It's, it's, about, it's about emotions rather Thanks. than facts. And it's, it struck me as it's the exact reverse of Ben Shapiro's famous statement mm -hmm. of facts don't care about your feelings. This is feelings don't care about your facts. Mm -hmm. And that is where uh, America is. We're going down that road uh, faster and faster where emotions make our decisions. And that is, you never make good decisions in those it's, moments. It's really concerning to me because as we have been talking all day about the, the seven or eight um, topics that I want to yeah. continue to further this year and really stay focused on those topics... Um, it, socialism is going to come barreling down at us, I think, in the next 18 months, more than it is right now, because it's going to all be about feelings. Not even, can this work? How does this work? Nothing. It's going to be all about feelings, because we have dismissed everything else. We've, we've, we've chased out of the public square everything except how do you feel well and moral certainty which is the other thing right like i i, I assume i've been wrong so many times in the past i assume i am right now wrong about 20 percent of the stuff i think so that does enable me to go okay now why do you think i'm wrong uh if you if you're like no i'm 100 percent right and you are in sin and you have willfully decided to be a bad person mm -hmm. stew uh, well, then, yeah, she then, <laughs> then at that point, it's a lot harder because now when I come at you with facts and things, all I'm trying to do is is uh, dissipate this this wonderful gut feeling you get. I'm I'm very worried about I, I'm worried about socialism. I'm less worried about it specifically. I'm more worried about just the trend of legislating from the gut. Mm -hmm. So I I will tell you that we were on the same page. I I wrote in the book. I'm trying to remember the exact phrase. Um, but it is, uh, I, I don't fear, I really don't fear anything except certitude. Yeah. And, when and you those are, are the folks that march off to a camp. Right. When you are absolutely certain you are right, there's no, you have nothing to teach me. If I, if I know I'm right, you're wrong, and you have nothing to teach me, so I don't have to listen to you. And all of us have, have gone through periods on things of, of absolute certitude. We have to vanquish that. We have to just say, wait, wait, hold it. These are the facts. Show me where these facts are wrong. And if these facts are wrong, I'll admit it to you. But you have to then say, well, you know what? You're right, I didn't, I didn't know those facts. All right, back in a minute with more. <laughs>
Before we get into uh, the government shutdown, oh wait, are they shut down? I didn't notice. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Riduzone. So, over in the Dominican, I forgot my. That Ridizone. is a beautiful <laughs> stadium in the Dominican Republic. I, right no, there. no, 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 I forgot. I the I forgot my so Riduzone. Is that what happened after uh, the wedding? Yes, you blew I just up. Blew up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's eat, what happens after you get married, right? I did, okay. and I didn't have a lot to choose from, right? I mean, they had a bunch of restaurants, and the food was great. There were a lot of choices, but not necessarily healthy ones that I would make at home. So I'm back on the ready zone wagon. <laughs> but, so is Steven going to lose weight, too? He doesn't need to lose weight. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, my gosh. Look, Look at, we have she no. Is, she we, is blind with love. We, it's, hey. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> um, no, we have an understanding. He can eat whatever he wants. He, that's his business. Good but I'm, I'm going to be the, the crazy food. Yeah. Nazi. I'll, yeah, I was going to say Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should use yeah, the word. Yeah, the, the other N-word. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, Ridizone, um, it's basically the good molecule in olive oil. They stick it into a capsule, so it helps boost your metabolism, and it helps you feel full longer. Um, I've always struggled with weight. I used to be super fat. Now I'm not, but I have to keep an eye on it. So if you're looking to just maintain or if you've got some extra holiday weight you want to lose... Ridizone is your go-to. Go to ridizone.com. Get a three-pack. That's a three-month supply with a promo called The Blaze. You can get 30% off. That's $1.39 a day. That's super We have cheap. a lot in common. She used to be super fat, and now she's not. Uh, I used to be, now I'm not. And now, you're super not. Fat. now I'm super fat. <laughs> so, but I have, a, you, know, you know, we have to talk about this. Jeffy, who is, yes. uh, works with us and has worked with me for 20 years, had a heart attack severe heart attack. Uh, doctor said 90, I think it's 90% of the people die before they get to the hospital. Yeah. He was 100% clogged in one artery and 50 in 50 another. 50 in another. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I mean, Stu and I, we were on vacation. We called each other. Where were you? I was in uh, Nashville. Nashville. And I was up in the mountains and I drove down out of the mountains and called Stu. I didn't know if you knew. And he had already heard. And after... You know, saying, Jesus, not dead. Uh, we both said, we can't do this anymore. We can't do this to our bodies old. anymore. Yeah. You know, have, have a contemporary of yours almost drop dead was, of a heart attack. Is this over the break? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it comes wow. back tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, in all seriousness, it is, it is a big deal and you never know what could happen. Um, so maintaining have, weight is important. I am going to try. No, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. I'll get you some ready zone. Thank you. Yeah. you nice. Thank you. There you go. Um, all right. So we're gonna. Hold, that's your New Year's resolution. I don't. I'm not making a New Year's resolution. Oh. I'm just gonna get that done. Oh, all right. I have to. Okay. Well, I'm here to help. Okay. I can be your Thank your you. fitness coach. I'm gonna gain 50 pounds so next year I can lose 75. Oh, <laughs> that's good for we you. We all have to have goals. Good for you. So yeah. good. Take up, give up smoking. Right. <laughs> I've already done it. <laughs> Andrew, the government shutdown. The government is shut down. Here, oh, this is where where I get so divided on this. The the libertarian part of me is like, yeah, gridlock. But at the same time, uh, I I want a tiny boutique government, but I do want it to work. And the the problem whenever this happens, which is 36 of the last 40 years this has happened now, when this happens, unfortunately, it starts to alter the way people perceive government, I think, in a negative way. The conclusion I draw is, look, the government doesn't work very well. Maybe we should have less of it. Uh, But uh, there's this kind of weird psychological phenomenon that happens where when the government becomes ineffectual and it becomes corrupt, people tend to orient themselves towards authoritarianism because Mm -hmm. somebody comes in and says, you know, I'm going to bring a pitchfork and a hose and we're going to fix this Mm -hmm. and we get rid of all the restraints that we need. So uh, I would like for there to be a solution to the government shutdown. And I think there are a couple ones that, that could work. 
I, I, I don't think we need to build the, the 22,000 mile wall or whatever it is. I think that's an excessive thing. I just, if I could hit a button and it were free, I'd be perfectly happy for that thing to pop up. Right. But from a math perspective, I just don't want to do it. That said, if the Democrats approached President Trump and the Republicans and said, we'll give you $6 billion, but uh, we want to legalize marijuana on a federal level, then I, I I would be like I'll I'll send money right now I'll I would be very happy. <laughs> Seems to. like a weird. It's a weird. Why are those? Here, here yeah. are, okay, first of all, I, I don't the drug war essentially. Is that the, the drug war exactly? I, I I don't I don't I don't smoke pot. It's not like it won't if, affect me directly on the air. Um, you don't smoke pot on the air. On the air. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. uh, I, I, I do I do a, a hit of acid every day right before I come on, and it, it kicks in right as the, the camera's leaving. Um, no, just like particularly for marijuana, which I think we've we've realized is a, a benign and, and oftentimes beneficial thing. There there's so much money that's going into enforcing this needless law, and there's so much money that can't develop economically, because even in states that have legalized it, it's still technically against the law mm -hmm. on a federal level, which means that banks can't get involved. <coughs> um, anybody that's opening a business is really doing so on the presumption that the president in the office at that time is going to just turn a blind eye, which is what we've been doing for the last you know six years now. But someone like Jeff Sessions could come in tomorrow and just immediately overturn all that. Um, so that would be a very beneficial thing economically, and it would, it would more than warrant uh, you could also wall. tax it. Yeah. You could also tax you it. You could, yeah. yeah. I'm I mean, rooting for that, though. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, let's legalize something, but then we're going to put it in the right. same crappy system of taxing and regulation that we always have. I hate rooting for that. No, but I it, hate rooting for yeah. that, too, but, I mean, that is a way it to sell it. It to, to politicians to actually do yeah, it. Yeah, just, mm -hmm. just the sheer money of, <laughs> amount of money you've, you've kept. In all seriousness, though, is there anything that you think that Republicans could offer up to have Democrats go along with it? I mean, they're, they're not going to go along with I don't, anything. I don't think they really will, because I think if, if, I, if, if, if I were Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi simultaneously, which yeah. would be an interesting experience. That would be interesting. Uh, if I were I them... these days, though. Uh, it's 2019. Right, that's true. You can. Uh, if I were them, I think, um, I think the polling hurts the Republicans more in this equation. And, uh, and then I think somewhat cynically, it would appear that the immediate deportation of dreamers is not really on the, the chopping block, or it's not really being proffered at the moment. Um, so some of the stuff that would have been a bargaining chip, they're less concerned with than they used to be. Right. Um, so I think they're, they're more likely to sit back and, and let this drag out, I think. Yeah. Um, but uh, were, were the Republicans to come to that? If I were the Republicans, I think what I would do is um, I, would, I would go, hey, what, what if we, um, we, we agree to bring in more skilled workers? Like we'll, just, we'll increase that by 30,000 people as a way of saying, yay, immigration. Uh, but we also want border security, which I think, uh, even though I'm not as hawkish about border security as, as most of my conservative friends are, I think most of my conservative friends are in favor of increased immigration. They yes. just want it very legal. Correct. Right. Uh, and I think that's a that's a. You but, know, but you think Democrats would go for that? Because right. I don't think they go for I anything. Well, I think they th as long as they think they're winning politically, because I agree with your analysis yeah. on that. As long as they think <laughs> they're in that position where they're winning, and it looks like it's his fault, you know, partially because he said it was his fault. Uh, you know, that is go <laughs> it, it's a position they're going to sit there and, and enjoy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to come and, and offer all sorts of things to get out of this if it gets ugly. And they, they can just wait it out. What do they care? I mean, if you think they really care about each one of these federal workers, then you can make the argument they're going to try to solve this thing. But I don't think they really care. I think they see this as a political win right now. They're going to stay in this position as long as they possibly can. Yeah. Glenn, last word. Did they – you remember the, the border law that was passed that said they shall build a fence? Yeah, 2006. Uh, Has that ever been rescinded? 
Yeah, Kay Bailey Hutchinson wrote something in there that made it so they didn't have to shall build the wall anymore. Um, so they they were they did get out of that in certain circumstances. That would be the the one that Sh- Schumer and Hillary Clinton and Obama signed on for. Yeah, they they yeah. voted for it. I mean, they, they, the Democrats used That's to be. when the wall was not a totem it. of racism. Exactly. It was yes, merely a. It was not. It's not immoral then. It was a 50-50 proposition among Democrats. Now it's eighty-nine to eight. Against yeah, but that's when we were burning, you know, homosexuals at the stake. I don't remember. I don't. Yeah. Remember no, I'm pretty sure things. that's Obama and Hillary break. Clinton. They, we'll she was. Back. No, it's morally wrong. Oh, that's right. Have that was a foundational principle foundational for, for Hillary. Principle no for gay Hillary. marriage. No gay remember that speech? Remember? Oh yeah, that was a big one. Be our zoom. And I'm noticing your lovely jacket here. Yes, Blaze Media. Blaze Media. Yes. By the way, if anyone has not yet done it, you can go to uh, blazetv.com, sign up. You can use promo code NEWS, and you will get $10 off of your year-long subscription. If you haven't done it, you're missing out. Yeah, there's so. going to be a lot of things for, um, uh, for the State of the Union address, from comedy yes. to serious uh, political discussions. Of- so, check it out, and we'll see you in overtime next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Stu, you had a, a big game last night. Yes, and there's important lessons to be learned from it, of course. Um, the Philadelphia football eagles uh, are still defending Super Bowl champions as they are. were able to squeak out a little win against the Chicago Bears. I know at least two of the people here don't care. Uh, but uh, <laughs> It I, was a really good game. Go, go Blakes. Uh, yeah, yes, they're My favorite the Blakes team. are the best. <laughs> the Blakes yeah. are great. Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I will give you, I, I think I can make you care a little bit, though, with the Spanish radio call of the final kick. It was a kick that the Eagles needed the guy to miss, which he did. Uh, and here's the Spanish radio call. La temporada está en el pie de Cody Parkey. 43 yardas. El snap, le mete el pie, distancia, dirección, le dio el poste, no, falló, no señor, no señor, no señor, no señor, no señor, no señor. Los I mean, it, it, no, no, señor. It, it sounds like El Salvador is losing a war. Well, you get the point. I mean, I actually now feel like I've missed out my entire life of just not watching all these games with the Spanish radio broadcast. I don't. I, went, I might be more interested. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I actually agree. I, I'm more. I, I might I'd actually like hear it in that, German. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just be chilling. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> uh, one interesting part about this is Cody Parkey, who's the kicker for the Chicago Bears, missed this kick. Um, and actually, we found out later that it was blocked. A guy on the Eagles got his couple fingers on it, so it really wasn't his fault. But especially after the game, he was getting beat up by the Chicago fans. And he missed the, he missed the biggest kick of his life, the biggest professional moment he's had. He, in his mind, blew it. And so he's obviously not in a good place right there. And you see, after when you make a big play in sports, a lot of times you'll see people point to the sky and thank God. If you look here, this is after he missed the kick, and he still did it. 
And I thought, like, you know, whether you're religious or not, like, this is supposed to be the moment where it really comes into play, right? If you are a religious person, in their worst moment is the time you're still thanking God if you're, if you're being consistent with, with these practices. Are you sure he wasn't saying, will you take me now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right now. Well, no, then he I went. i got to go back to Chicago. We had a deal. Yeah, we had a deal. This was supposed to work out. Um, and then uh, after this, they went to the center of the field, and the Eagles and Bears players right after this game, which was right down to the wire, all huddled around the field and said a prayer together. Wow. And it's like, it's been a really interesting thing to watch that. You know, th- there was this big thing in, in the NFL with Tim Tebow where he, it was this very controversial thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you find out later that, like, these guys are real people, and they, a lot of them are very religious, and, they, and, they, and they're in, a, in probably the hardest industry in the universe to remain that way. I can't imagine what that must be like to be an athlete at that level, and it seems like it would be very difficult to maintain a somewhat sane lifestyle. Do you know, do you know that the, the athletes in the NFL actually have a lower murder rate, uh, a lower prison rate, uh, lower... Yeah. What's the other? We were just talking about this with the guests uh, yeah. talking about sports. Then, then what? Then the national then, average? Then the national, national average. average. Now, part That's of that... also saying a bunch of multimillionaires. Right, exactly. Yeah. There, there are reasons. I'm not, I'm not overly surprised by that. <laughs> but it was mainly talking about the fact that they supposedly have all brain damage and are very violent, which doesn't seem to actually oh, okay. be true when you look at it as a whole, um, especially as you compare it to... But, I mean, even if you, when you compare it to baseball players, we'd think and there are other multimillionaires are, is, aren't in a contact sport. And their numbers actually play out better than baseball, too, which is really? very, very interesting. Yeah, it's off the topic. Our image, but I thought, our image of the NFL yeah. is yeah. not what the reality is. And there's been a couple high-profile murderers who have yeah, uh, maybe done some Hertz commercials. And, uh, you know, there's been some bumps yes. in the road here and Okay, there. so a couple of apples. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but can you imagine if multimillionaires ever killed anyone? No, that's never happened. Yeah, it's never, that's never happened. <laughs> They're all good people because they've made money, and that proves exactly. their worth. That's, yeah. <laughs> Is that all? That's all you had. That's all. That's, <laughs> that's a synopsis. <laughs> that's it. Um, are you watching the game tonight? Uh, I, yes, the college football yes. uh, championship game. As you guys, of course, both. I was just gonna, no. I was going to talk okay, to you about okay. it and wait and see if they asked. What, I'm going to go down to Smoky about. Joe's where I watch every every football match, and uh, just you know, I've got a lot of money riding on it. You're not going to the horse filled diner. Uh, no, they don't Snuffies? have TVs. <laughs> Snuffies doesn't have any TVs. Wow, really? Because no, because it's like see, they want you to enjoy the moment oh, where you're around people. Yeah, they don't want you focused on things. They, they, if I if I may, they also at one point were watching old uh, episodes of Beretta. Guns were going off, spooked the horses, yeah. and a couple yeah. of children were trampled to <laughs> they, death. They, yeah, that's, they don't like to talk about there, it. There was a really dark day where a couple of children <laughs> were trampled to death. Yeah. That is true. But it was, right about that. it was yeah, in the yeah. 70s. It was in the 70s. And Bonanza was still a thing. So, yeah. Really quickly, uh, you mentioned when you had this guest on radio and you guys were talking about brain damage and CTE, mm-hmm. and they were saying that the, the statistics don't actually line up with mm-hmm. what perception. people are saying. Yeah, but... I feel like it's still one of those things where thinking about my son wanting to play football, I get petrified because I still I'm I'm so reading I'm reading the facts, but no. I still don't want I'm like I don't I don't want to risk so it. So one of the guests was the first guy diagnosed with it, right? Wasn't he the first guy that the uh, NFL was? Merrill Hodge was the was the uh, actual. Yeah. I don't, I don't was he? Did he say that? I don't remember. Yeah, he that. was one of the first to have actual yeah. medical. Yeah, he had medical uh, consequences. Yeah, to the concussion okay. or something. Um, and then the other was a um, a neurologist mm-hmm. who was having to make a decision about his son, yeah. and he absolutely believed it. Started looking at all of the the medical uh, data and came out and was like, "This is wrong. Yeah, this is wrong." But I, I feel like it's the same thing when we talk about you know it's actually safer 
than it was, you know, when we were kids. But it feels like it's not. So we don't want to let our kids go outside and play by themselves. Like yes. it's the same it's the kind of free range kids thing that we talk about. Yes. Or Skenazy, who, who, who kind of heads up that mo- movement if, 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 uh, if there is someone who heads it up and just talks about how it's so much safer and you should be more free with letting your kids do things that are unsupervised. And it's the last thing in the world you want to do as a parent because you're just freaked out about it all the time. Yes. I think it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's also, I, I believe, selfish believe it. in, a, in yeah. a way because like you don't want to be the parent who is the moron who like looked there was a hint of a problem right and even though it wasn't proven you just went with it anyway you moron you killed your kid like right and it's like actually a selfish thing yeah. it's like you just don't want to be that person well uh, also i don't want to kill my kid oh okay which well, is not really that's, that's selfish, also part so. when they turn 14 that may change <laughs> <laughs> uh spoken from someone who just spent a couple mm-hmm. weeks in the mountains mm-hmm. with no technology mm-hmm. and a uh, and a uh, car ride of uh. about two thousand miles which Oh, there's nothing better. <laughs> the big German Shepherd, two teenagers, your wife in a truck. Oh my gosh, it was great. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Um, so there are some new billboards getting put up across Iowa. Have you guys heard about these? It is hashtag Say Abortion, and it are it's basically a, another rendition of the Shout Your Abortion right. phase. So it's um, I had an abortion and I am not apologizing billboards. Um, what, what, what is your take on this, Glenn? Because I think that that's gonna, there's going to be a backlash from that. I don't think the general public, I don't think the average American no. really a, a friend of mine, agrees with that. A friend of mine, and I swore off all media and everything uh, for the holidays, so I didn't watch any news or anything. And a friend of mine came uh, to visit while we were on vacation, and he said, have you seen the abortion video? You, are you familiar with this? Anybody no. familiar with this? No. Where they went into a class and they were trying to teach kids that abortion is cool. And it, it wasn't working out. Now, it was, it was expertly edited, um, so I don't know how, you know, how it right. really played out. But it was pushed out by, I think, Planned Parenthood, and uh, at least this is my understanding of it. And he said, you could see the kids were not buying into it. The kids were yeah. just not buying into it. I, I just, I don't think, I, I think America stands at a place where we all have compassion and we don't want this to happen to our daughter or our sister or our mother. We don't want to have anybody have this, especially in cases of rape and incest. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have compassion for the child and the potential that that child has. And I think that's where most people are. They don't really even want to think about it. They just wish it would go away yeah. because it's a hard decision. Right. When you're, when you're normalizing what people don't even want to think about, I think you're on the losing side. Yeah. Andrew, uh, what do you think? I, I agree with you. I had somebody, um, I had a, a, a guy on my podcast uh, two Fridays ago, Morris Fiorina, uh, and he, he was going through uh, various data. The, the, the thesis to his, um, his book was that we're not actually getting more polarized, we're getting better sorted at a party level. Um, that when you look at the party elite or the political activists, or what, what he called the political class, which we would be a part of by virtue of being in media, or if you're a campaign activist or a donor, you're a part of the, the political activist class, um, that that tends to have a very different ranking of what's important than like 95% of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of started walking me through the statistics. And the one, one of them that really surprised me was, out of 25, where do most people rank abortion as their, as their top issue? And it was like number 19 out of 25. Really? It just wasn't, it wasn't a top thing. I'm sure people feel strongly about it. Yeah. 
but it isn't. And I, I suspect that putting it up there, that, that looks to me like that's probably from the activist wing of the, the liberals that are, are looking to make that a mainstay issue. But I think I they're think it's gonna work. I think they're overestimating the, the amount of resonance that's going to have. Mm-hmm. I, I do think, I actually think th- th- arguments like that are a positive because, I mean, it, as far as the issue actually goes, it's, I believe it's true that it's either nothing or the worst thing ever. Right? Like, yeah. it's either, eh, who cares? Or it is legitimately like the worst crime ever perpetrated on, human- on humanity. Um, and you have to kind of sit back and say, well, I'd rather have people make a decision. I think we all live in this nice little cloud where we don't talk about it and don't think about it. It's, um, it's, it's and akin, it's our version. Well, I mean, the slave trade is still going on, but it's our version yeah. of slavery. How can you get people to look at something that is so horrible, they just don't want to look at it? And that's what our founders went through with trying to abolish slavery. Nobody wanted to address it. Nobody wanted to look at it because it condemned so many people. So they didn't do it. The same thing with abortion. I mean, I just think that, you know, to add to that point, there's the average American. I can't even, not that I agree, but I can understand someone who maybe like you, Andrew, who would say, I mean, you know, I don't think that it's a great thing, but I think that the government should stay out of it. It's about right, yeah. Right. So, I mean, I could I could understand someone saying that, but normalizing it is a completely different thing. I mean, saying yeah, you, you're supposed when, to be proud you, and happy about it is completely When they said different. that it, they wanted it safe and rare, yeah, that right. is, I think, an American place that people can feel comfortable, right. including those who haven't thought about it, yeah. and and those who have thought about it. I mean, I'm in a very uncomfortable position. I believe that abortion is killing. But I cannot bring myself on on cases of rape or incest. I just can't. I couldn't say that to my daughter. You're raped. You have to carry. I would hope I would say that and I would be kind, but I would never force her to do that. I couldn't handle it. That makes me a hypocrite on this issue because I do believe it's murder. But I think that's where most people are. They, If you do think about it, you don't want to impose something on somebody that you don't have any idea what their life is like when it comes to you know people who are using abortion as a condom and yeah i'm proud i had an abortion you're in a different territory you've just you've opened up into really a bad person i don't know i think that's i think it's completely consistent if you think it's nothing and you think it should be legal then you think it's nothing. It's not murdering a baby. So who cares if you use it as a condom? Use it however you want. Correct. If that's what you really believe. Yeah, I think if that's... that's if, you've, if you've faced it and said, that's not a baby, that could yeah, grow right. into a cow. It could uh, almost be a cow. could be an elephant or a Volkswagen. Okay, but what, but what if their argument is, it's, you know, it's not necessarily a person yet, right? But they still wouldn't say... I'm so like, proud that I did. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, there's still a I'm, difference. I think. I'm more. Tr- I, first of all, I think your analysis is completely right. That it's it's either absolutely benign yeah. or it's not. I would say there's at some point a, a a gray area where it shifts from one to the other. Like very few people are for abortion, you know, occurring yeah. like in the, in the third, actually the, the third, third trimester. The, stats, right. the polling for the pro-life side of this is actually very good, especially after the first trimester. It's it's, it's in the, it's in the set, about seventy yeah. percent are opposed to it in the second, and it's but up oh, well when you're over eighty. The, Sorry, when you're in the human zygote. You know, yeah, area, it's, area. It's easier to kind of. You're like, okay, I, yes, that's a human. It's a potential human, but once there's a heartbeat and a brain and legs and everything else, once you start to get into that, 
it's it is a human. It is a human. It's just underdeveloped, but it is a human. I didn't mean to cut you off. Right oh, now. sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, I, I'm I'm more towards the benign side of it early on. Mm-hmm. However, I would still feel. I mean, granted, I'm not the one going through it, but yeah. it would still make me very uncomfortable. Even though I wouldn't, I don't. If 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 I were to get a girl pregnant right now, mm-hmm. uh, they would. It would, regardless of how I sit politically, would make me very uncomfortable. But we don't expect that to happen, though, would you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it is very interesting. Um, once. You get to this position. I'd love to. I'd love to see if your mind. Once changes. I knock somebody up. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey guys, let's try it out. We want to experiment, ladies. So anyone who's single. This um, is the year we have to find you a date. <laughs> Not for okay. this experiment. Every year starts gonna, this way. With I've you. had a date last year. Uh-huh. Oh my well. god. A, a date. date. Okay. Claim. We need a fact check. No, yeah. but seriously, seriously, when you go in and hear your child's heartbeat. For the first time, it's. I've heard that from a lot of people. I've 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 met a lot of people that have gone from pro-choice to pro-life once they had kids. That's why. That's why I really truly believe that it's 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 totally rational to say you have to have an ultrasound. You have to have an ultrasound. You have to have the heartbeat and see the picture, because when people do studies show they connect, and all of a sudden it's not just this thing they don't want to think about. You, you, if you're going to do this, you have to know what that is. Yeah. You have to be able to see it and say it. I, personally, I think if you have a partial birth abortion, you should be the one that has to put all the parts in a bag. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible, but if, again, if it's benign, what's so horrible about it? Although a very, very few people I, I would, would endorse a partial birth abortion. I mean, I think oh, I know. pretty, only, pretty only much everybody. Most hardcore. Yeah. Only yeah, the it's the people hardcore. that are putting it on billboards. Those are yeah. the people who are endorsing yeah. it. Well, and some, you know, Democrat lawmakers. That's true. I mean, wasn't I it Hillary Clinton? Schultz. Who, yeah, and Hillary Clinton. Was she in favor of that? She's, I, she, they will not say when the end is, right? They just uh, they okay. will not say. Yeah. What about the last minute before abortion? They'll, she they'll, said, I'm for a woman's right choice. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh. Okay. All uh right. Today's poll question, what issue most concerns you in 2019? Healthcare, border security, cultural issues, or taxes? What do you think, Glenn? Cultural issues. All right. Border security, taxes. Healthcare, border security, cultural issues, or taxes? Uh, gosh. Uh, I mean, we don't have... Yeah, like, no. Do you feel, do you feel cultural issues include, you know... Politics and the way we're treating each other and yes. all that. Okay, well, healthcare is yes. the one we can make the most advance. I would like to see that freed up. That would be that could make a big difference in people's lives. Good luck to you. So, thanks. Good luck to you. Go with cultural issues as well. Cultural issues. All right. All right. Well, there you have it. Let us know what you think. It is at the Blaze on Twitter at the Blaze. It's good to be back. It's good to see everyone. Good to have Glenn, you. you don't look like you're as happy to be back. Oh, I'm thrilled to be back. Yeah. I'm thrilled to be back. And as a Reverend Doctor Colonel. <laughs> I am planning on uh, remarrying you in a legitimate uh, ceremony since I signed your license. You did, and we only had the ceremony in the Dominican, so. Yeah, you got to have it here, otherwise I'm going to have to revoke that. Okay, (laughs) all right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.